Well, welcome back to the Cordell and Cordell and Men's Divorce Podcast. I'm Scott Trout, CEO and Managing Partner of Cordell and Cordell. We continue to bring you information for guys before, during, and after divorce and all things related to family law. As always, make sure you understand that uh, consultation is key and important, whether it's with us or with an attorney. But obviously, in this discussion, it's not legal advice. We can't do that. We need more particular facts and circumstances from you in order to do that. This is really educational, informational. We want to give you some talking points. Obviously, if you want a consultation, you can find us on the web at cordellcordell.com. Or you can give us a call, 866-DADS-LAW. We're available via Zoom from the comfort of your home, your office, wherever you are. And where appropriate, you can come in into our offices around the country. Uh, We're in 36 states, including the United Kingdom. Uh, So check us out uh, on social and on the web, cordellcordell.com. So as we continue to bring you this series twice each week, I'm joined by uh, senior litigation partner, Marcy Patton-Kaufman. Welcome. Thank you. Nice to be here. So, you know, we're, it's kind of uh, fortuitous. We're talking on Zoom, and today's topic is etiquette on Zoom, which uh, there have been plenty of articles around the country by judges, by lawyers, about crazy stories about etiquette and what clients should do. And obviously, uh, I have said for years before this, before, you know, when we actually had live in person trials and hearings, that representing guys is about appearance and presentation. And we go to great lengths to talk about what to wear, what you do, what you look like, you sound like, how you speak, all of that. But, you know, with Zoom, we've become really comfortable with, um, you know, being kept in our homes, working from home. We changed our lifestyle. So this is a great topic. So let's talk about um, Zoom or WebEx or FaceTime, whatever it may be. Uh, you know, it's convenient, but what are the pros and the cons? Let's walk through it because this is hugely important. So guys are watching and listening, get out a pen and a piece of paper and take some notes because your attorney should be having this conversation with you like we are now. So pros and cons uh, from a convenience standpoint. Sure. And, um, you know, since you said it, I'd say the first pro is convenience. Mm-hmm. Um, people do not have to go to the courthouse. They don't have to deal with security. They don't have to... Um, try to find parking if it's a downtown area. They are no longer having to incur the costs that might be incurred with your attorney having to travel. Um, these are huge pluses in this new format. However, with convenience, you have to remember that that does not necessarily equal comfortability. You know, this is still a courtroom and people still need to act as if it's a courtroom even though it's a virtual courtroom. Um, that convenience does not mean attending court in your pajamas. Uh, you still need to dress appropriately and be groomed appropriately and you need to be aware of um, your placement and what is around you. If you are at a final hearing for custody and your background is full of chaos and a pile of dirty clothes and um, dishes in your sink, that's going to impact the judge. That's going to impact their perception of you. Um, So it's, you know, important to be aware of what you're doing. It's also important to remember that the same rules apply. You would not eat in a courtroom. You would not chew gum while you're testifying on stand. You would not have your dog jump on your lap. Um, You shouldn't do those things when you're in a virtual setting either. You need to find a nice secluded place um, where you can concentrate and focus on what you're doing. 
The other thing to remember too is that the same rules apply. Um, if you're not allowed to have notes on the stand when you're testifying, you can have not you cannot have notes in front of you when you're testifying via Zoom. You also can't have conversations with your attorney when you are testifying via Zoom. All those same etiquette rules that are applied in a regular courtroom setting are still applicable um, when you're in a Zoom courtroom. Yeah, you know, it's, I, gosh, I'm sure people listening and watching, they may have heard or read the stories. There was a big op-ed by a judge in Florida that talked about how the lawyer showed up in pajamas. I, my son, it's interesting, he was telling me a story about their CFO showing up to meetings in his bed. And, you know, the covers were on and he was clearly in his pajamas. And, and you know, it's it's as simple as, well, I've had the conversation, let me go back, with our kids, you know, when they were attending school via Zoom remotely, I said, look, every morning we're going to get up like you're going to school. You're going to get dressed, you're going to make your bed, albeit you're at home, you're going to be sitting at a desk, but treat this just like you would treat it at school. And we just got them in that habit. They complained, obviously, yeah. because they thought, oh, I'm at home, I can relax, but no, it's this is work, this is school, albeit different location, different method you know, mode, whatever it may be. And so they you know, took them a week and boom, now they do it on their own and they take it seriously. You know, if you look good, feel good, you'll act good, right? And uh, it's just about that mindset and understanding what is expected of you. You know, when so much is on the line, you know, all your money, all your property, your kids, everything you fought hard for, treat it with the respect it deserves, you know, and show up like that. And, and even your Zoom background, you know, I've seen... I was doing a conference with an attorney and their Zoom background was, you know, it's, it's cutesy, right? It's, it's the beach and it's whatever, palm trees. And it's, it was funny, but it really wasn't funny, right? And I'm thinking, you know, I get it. We've got to make light of the situation. It's, it's a terrible, very difficult thing. But it is. It's, it's about staging and, and making sure, you know, the judges aren't distracted because representing guys takes one thing and it's over they're your judge your jury and i think you're right and, and it's so critical about you know don't eat and what i mean just practice but anyway let's i could go on and on for hours on it because it bothers me uh, i'm thinking it is very simple albeit here here i am it's casual friday right and i'm not dressed in a tie but still my background is okay you know it looks professional and that's kind of what we're looking for but you know the other thing is witnesses it affects witnesses, right? Um, what are judges thinking? What are the pros, cons on witnesses and, and the advantages and disadvantages? Well, the pros are kind of the same as, you know, with your cost cutting, right? So a lot of times we have to pay um, witnesses, especially expert witnesses for their time, which includes their travel time. That is um, obviously a cost that you're no longer going to incur. Now, the, there is a logistics problem to this. Um, and that being that your witness needs to be prepared with their exhibits. Now, another pro is that there's a lot of proactive work required by your attorney for a Zoom hearing. Everything has to be, I mean, you should, your attorney should be doing things ahead of time anyway, but there's going to be that extra step because all exhibits have to be provided to opposing counsel early, to the court early, and to your witnesses early. And if you have an out-of-state witness that means you're going to either need to FedEx them a paper copy, um, which I honestly prefer because everything's going to be more organized that way and they're going to have it right there in front of them versus emailing it to them, but you can also email it to them. Right. And you're going to have to have your attorneys make sure that they go over what exhibits um, they're going to be going over with their witnesses um, prior to that, which these are all 
benefits in the long run because it's more proactive work, it's more organization, everybody's on the same page. But the, list, the logistical part of it is a little difficult sometimes because you have to make sure that those things are done and that everybody knows. Because when you're doing a Zoom hearing, this is what you see, right? I, I, you see my face, but you can't see really anything else. So you're having to make sure that everybody is on the same page, right? You're having yeah. to make sure that everybody is looking at the same exhibit. And that takes just a little bit more time because you're not there in person to, Your Honor, may I approach and assist the witness getting to the right exhibit. Everybody needs to be on the same page. Now, with that said, you do have the option um, of sharing your screen, which can be a great benefit, but it's also another time-consuming benefit because when you share the screen, you have, I mean, I always have a lot of exhibits, you know, say that I have, you know, a hundred exhibits, I have to go through, find that exhibit, bring it up, put it on the screen and then direct the um, witness's attention to whatever it is that I'm looking at. So there's some time consuming issues there, making sure everybody's on the same page. Um, and it just requires a lot more organization. Um, but at the end of the day, we get it done because we have to. Yeah. Uh, so that is, I said, I would, look at that as kind of a con, but it's one that is a con for everybody and everybody's getting acclimated to it because it is a new, um, you know, essential procedure that we're getting used to. Um, with that being said, another pro, pros and cons both ways, right? So as a trial attorney, I like to do um, demonstratives. I like to be in a courtroom with an easel and if I'm doing math or something, I like to have like a big giant post-it note that I can write on right there and show the court how, you know, we got to whatever numbers it is that we're talking about. Or I might do the same thing with a financial expert, you know, let's go step by step and show the court, but we can't do that via Zoom hearing anymore, right? Yeah. So we have to come up with other means of doing it so if your court allows it and they do allow you to share a screen you can share a calculator you can share a spreadsheet you can share an excel sheet and you can do it same time it's a different kind of demonstrative but i think it would end up being just as effective yeah so pros and cons is just a new thing to get used to but it's also you know if the court allows it you have the internet at your fingertips which could be incredibly beneficial in a trial setting For some dads out there, the coronavirus pandemic has become a pretext to limit access to their children. Other dads have been pushed out of key decisions affecting their children's lives. If you're one of those dads, Cordell & Cordell is here for you, as always, but with expanded services. We can meet you in person or by video conference on weekdays, evenings, or weekends. Our goal is to step up our service to meet your needs now. Eye contact, huge. I mean, I was in a, a hearing and, and the, the attorney was just, and the other side was looking around and I'm thinking, what are you looking at? You know, and, and it was, they would fade off and talk to the side and it was distracting. Mm -hmm. And, you, you know, I, I try to say, look, you know, it's hard to focus at the camera. Camera's top of, typically, top of the computer. You've got your screen below and you want to kind of, you know, your eyes want to wander. You want to be able to look at the person. We're, we're used to staring at that individual's eyes and making, you know, direct eye contact. But eye contact now tends to be the camera. Yeah. And it's so different. And if you haven't done it, it takes a lot of practice to focus on that. And I mean, it's just so important. It, it's really, really hard. And it also, 
when I prepare a client, I, I would tell them, you know, when you have, you know, this is a very important point, make sure that you look directly at the judge and you tell the judge this, and that's your emphasis, right? That's your inflection, it's the way that you can break it up. Not, not everything's important, everything is important, but there's some things that you wanna make sure that, you know, your honor, it's really important that you pay attention to this, so I'm looking at you. You can't do that in a Zoom hearing anymore, so you have to do that with the inflection in your voice, right? Yeah. You have to be able to be cognizant enough of your, your speech to put that in inflection and actually practice that when you're testifying, when you're doing your trial prep with your attorney, practice that inflection on those important points um, because you don't want that to be missed by the judge. Yeah, and, and then you know the connection itself, nothing aggravates me more than even in a recorded one, you know, not much less live. So, you know, these are recorded, obviously, we do a virtual town hall live for an hour, but it's the audio, the connection, the speed, you got lagging. I mean, that is the point is that I get it. These judges, they want to hear it all. They want to hear it as it's delivered. They want to be able to hear it. They want to be able to see it. And you get this stutter of your connection, you know, mm -hmm. do a test run. You know, have your attorney walk you through. Let's make sure your audio works. Make sure your earpiece works. What happens if it fails? What are we going to do, right? Those are all things that need to be done. Yeah, and that's a really, really good point because technology is a blessing. It's also a curse, right? Because we are dependent that our internet is working, that our audio is working, and that connection can fail with whoever's on, you know, whatever side. It could be the judge's connections fails or the witness's connections fail or the, um, you know, the client's, you know, connection fails. So we need to make sure and the clients need to make sure that they have the protocols in place. What happens if, if I can't hear, you know, what yeah. is the phone number? How do I get reconnected and make sure that everybody's up and running? Yeah. I mean, I can imagine, at least from my standpoint, if I'm trying to do an effective cross-exam or an effective direct and I've got to make my point and the judge can't hear it and they get frustrated and, and you just, it, it's missed that whole, you know, impassioned moment that you want to make your point, it's gone. Yeah. And it is, it's tough. And I think that is so key to make sure, as you suggest, a proper mic, that you're speaking well and clear and emphatically and impassioned, you know, not just robotic. Uh, it is, it, it takes practice. So I think as guys are listening, the, the one thing that we've always talked about is preparation. We've talked about practice. I mean, I think is getting into the office with your attorney you know, well beforehand, and let's just run through it. Let's get in separate rooms and let's do a Zoom together and act as though we'll share the screen. Let's get, you know, routine and familiar and comfortable because once you're comfortable, it makes it as if we're right in that room together. And it is, it it's just takes a lot of practice. Yeah, and some courts will allow the attorneys and their their client to be on the, on the same screen, right? Mm -hmm. So they don't necessarily have to be in the same in, in different rooms or whatever, the client can come to our office and we can go into a conference room and we can use the same computer. Um, but with COVID, we have to make sure that it's separated. We're still going to have our masks on in those circumstances. And if that's happening, we need to make sure that we're speaking even louder mm -hmm. uh, and that there, you know, that definitely needs a practice run because you need to make sure that you're both in the screen and you can both be seen and you can both be heard. So under yeah. those circumstances, Chances it might even be beneficial to have another member of the office, like do a um, a test Zoom meeting, so that they can see from their office what you and your client look like and if you can be heard. Yeah, I mean it's it's even the voice. You have to be careful for me. 
um, when you're wearing one of these masks and you're out and about, my voice tends to be lower and deeper and harder to hear when you've got mm -hmm. this on. And some, it's like they're not wearing it. And so you just to be aware of what this may do if you're wearing this mask and making sure they can hear you. Last thing you need is a judge saying, I can't hear you. Yeah. Repeat that and start all over again. And, and gosh, frustration and you miss out on the point and it's never delivered the same. So, you know, this, this is a conversation. This is easy. You know, we're not going through, you know, a, an outline in our head or trying to prove a point. So it may seem to flow well, but when you're actually structured in some manner, albeit you're not reading from a script, uh, it's different. So I think that's important. So that's a really good point. Yeah, and it's important for the clients to keep in mind when they are, you know, testifying that we're making a record. Yeah. And this is being recorded. And if the court can't hear you, then if we need a transcriptionist, they're not going to be able to hear you. And when we get a transcript back, it's going to be blank. Yep. You know, we, we aren't going to be able to utilize that if we need to for purposes of an appeal. Yeah. Well, Marcy, this is good stuff. We could, again, keep going and talking about the tips and, and uh, etiquette for Zoom, WebEx, whatever it may be that you're utilizing in order to connect uh, to your hearing. So appreciate your time today. No, thank you. No problem. You guys have a great day. Thanks. We'll continue to tune in twice every week. We'll bring you information like this and continue throughout 2021 uh, as we continue to roll in and out of the pandemic and as things change, uh, even aside of that, we're going to bring you tips for guys when you're going through divorce, modifications, contempts, whatever it is, paternities, you name it. Tune in and check out the virtual town hall coming up in February where you have an opportunity to log in live ask questions, and get answers from the panel of Cordell and Cordell attorneys. So check us out on social and on the web at CordellCordell.com. There's plenty of resources for you just like this, and you can go to our YouTube channel where it is loaded with material where we began this in 2020 and continuing forward. So we look forward to seeing you then at the virtual town hall and look forward to talking to you twice each week during this podcast. Until then, have a great week.